0: Hello, everyone. I got a good weird feeling about this episode of 90's Tunes with Avery and Lena.
1: My goodness, I could not remember the name of this Odds album. (laughs) And it took me, I I kept on having to look it up when I wanted to listen to the Uh album. I don't know why. It's not that out there.
0: I felt the same when I first wanted to do this album. Because when you asked me what album you wanted to do, I was like, I want to do the Odds. And or two uh, albums that I wanted to do. I didn't want to do one because I didn't want to. I'll just say it. I think Bed Bugs is an excellent album by the odds. Uh, there are some really good songs on there. I just didn't want to talk about bed bugs. <laughs> so I, oh. I I tried to remember this, and I had to look it up while we were doing our last podcast. Nice. So.
1: Also, it's not the odds, it's odds. Yes, Which odds. I will call them the odds throughout this, even though I know yes. better. It's, it doesn't roll off the tongue without a the.
0: It's hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they also had broken up for a while and lost the rights to their name and went by the new odds for a oh, while. Who took the name? I don't know. They didn't, I didn't know. Just really some did. jerk on the internet? And then they went back to odds. They were able to get it okay, back. Okay,
0: good, good, good. I picture it like now, if you don't get your Twitter name right away, you have to like, you hear about comedians doing it all the time. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, so it's like the whatever name comedian. Yeah. Like, you always wonder who took that name originally. Right. Did they do it out of spite or is it actually somebody else's name as well?
1: I could see odds could be just someone that that could be a name, right? Not necessarily banned, like that they didn't just take yeah. it out of spite or anything. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's that's an interesting fact.
1: So you talk about Bedbugs. That was their second album. This is their third album, Good Weird Feeling, released January 31st, 1995.
0: Yes. That's the exact same date I had written down for this album being released as well. (laughs) Funny
1: that. (laughs) Funny that.
0: What were your first thoughts when I picked this album?
1: I remembered Eat My Brain, and then I didn't know what I would know. But I'm not even sure what songs I knew beforehand, but they all kind of sounded familiar and i'd never heard this yeah
0: album.
1: i didn't know the album and as soon as i saw that cover with that et looking guy with like alien <laughs> with the ears and the weird hat
0: i thought it was like a monkey
1: oh i don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of one of those like
1: oh clashing monkeys. yeah or an accordion yeah i could see that i thought it was an alien
0: <laughs> it
1: puts a good weird feeling in my heart <laughs> <laughs> was, so i, I was I excited the,
0: i felt the same as you i knew eat my brains but then yeah. when i started listening to the album there were songs that kept kept coming up that i was like even the very first yeah, song off truth the album, untold i was like yeah i know that song and yeah. then listening more is like satisfied I that's a good song i recognize that song oh, okay and then leave it there that's a good song too like that was towards the end of the album
1: yeah I think I only knew the first song and Eat My Brains, okay. but Satisfied, I didn't know they wrote the theme song and closing song or some of the band members for Corner Gas," and that sounds kind of like a Corner Gas" kind of poppy oh, song. Oh, yes. Yeah, they, yes. Not A Lot Going On and My Happy Place. Yeah. Odds.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, it's like, that is... That sounded like the odds. Like they have this Canadian rock song yes. or sound, I guess. Yep. Sort of like Sloan has that sound.
1: 5440.
0: Yeah, that's exactly who I was going to say <laughs> next.
1: I was listening to Odds and a 5440 song came on and I didn't realize it wasn't <laughs> Odds until I looked. I looked up the name. I was like, oh, that's 5440. I actually wrote down this. Sounds like solid Canadian music from the 90s. Yes, that's exactly
0: what I was thinking about when I when I first listened to this last week. I was like, this is a good, solid Canadian album. Yeah. And maybe Canadian doesn't have to be in there, but it's a good, solid yes. album.
1: But no, it had a Canadian feel. And I will tell you why. Canada all over this thing. Uh-huh. They did stuff. For kids in the hall, heterosexual man, kids in the some kids in the hall were in the video. Okay, Paul Brennan, one of the guys, left to go with Big Sugar. Mm-hmm. One guy drummed for Brian Adams. They toured with the Hip. They were mentioned in a Stephen Page song. They. <laughs> They had worked with or toured too with like Spirit of the West, Katie Lang, Colin Jaynes, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pursuit of Happiness. They, Ooh. Chris Murphy, like they've worked together yeah. or toured with them or supported by them if yeah, not touring. Yeah. And it was just like who's who of Canadian 90s. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you, we usually don't have a Canadian connection, but... I looked up at Alberta Connection. Yeah, I found one. Did you? Yeah, we probably have the same one probably. because you already mentioned Kids in the Hall. Oh, they yeah. had a song, Eat My Brains, Yeah, was on the album Brain Candy or on the movie Brain Candy. Oh, okay. By, Is it
1: Eat My Brains or Eat My Brain? By- Eat My Brain, sorry. Like, okay, sorry. It's I one just, of those I, things you
0: I, have to say, The Odds or Eat My Brains. Yeah,
1: I just, sorry, I didn't <laughs> mean to interrupt you, but I just was questioning myself, yeah. yeah.
0: So, in Kids in the Hall was Bruce McCullough, and he was born in Edmonton, Alberta.
1: Well, one of the band members, Doug Robert Elliott, grew up in Jasper. okay. Oh, also, there was some sort of Doug and the Slugs connection. Or Doug... <laughs> <laughs> so, I just threw that in. Nothing to do with that, except for, yeah. Are Doug and the
0: Slugs Canadian?
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I that. I was pretty sure. No way to know. No way to look it up. <laughs> My phone's three inches from me. I'll yeah.
0: just give Doug a call up, see how he's doing. <laughs>
1: I just felt comfortable listening to this CD, if that makes sense. Just like, it was just comforting just hearing it. It just seemed, even if I didn't know all the songs, they just seemed familiar. And maybe I had heard them here and there, or probably, like, even though I didn't have the CD, maybe someone did and played it. It just, yeah, it had, it was just solid. Everything had some, like, kind of the same feeling throughout, but there was some, like, mellower things, some more poppy things, Mm -hmm. some almost, like, country thing. Not country, but, oh, there was a song that reminded me of a Metric song, which a lot of people have said that they are influenced by it. Odds? the odds <laughs> and i wondered if they're one of the bands because it really sounded like the beginning of a metric song which it I'm could be do.
0: like i imagine like any any bands that are sort of out nowish or even in the last 10 years would probably have that 90s influence whether it was odds or maybe not Doug in the slugs but, but. <laughs> um sloan or all those other bands like colin james stuff like that yeah. everything that you talked about already
1: if You heard that they were opening for Colin James or the opposite way, it wouldn't, there'd be no, nothing surprising.
0: That would be a good, solid concert.
1: I even wrote down like there's no real standout, It just flow cell one, flows so well one song into another smoothly, yeah. easy yeah. listening. I don't want to say that because that has a bad connotation, but just comfort listening.
0: Yeah, it was, it was good. I was playing. Some games while listening to it. I was cleaning and listening to it. Really good
1: cleaning CD. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or like if that sounds like a compliment, but it. I mean it as one.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, I thought it was, it was good, solid album all around.
1: Not so good for strength training though. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't quite the right vibe for me for that. But yeah, good for yeah. when I went for a walk. It was new to me to hear this whole album but it Mm -hmm. wasn't a new sound or anything and eat my brain i'd say that's my that's the standout song for me what about for you
0: i'd say eat my brain as well i think that was the highlight of the album for me yeah but there was so there was other good songs on it and we'll come back to that in a couple minutes like when we talk about what song we should put on okay on our playlist yeah because i have a different way of thinking about it maybe well, let's just talk about it now. What song should we put on our?
1: I want to say Eat My Brain. I was but... thinking that. Or Truth Untold?
0: Yeah, I was thinking Truth Untold or Satisfied. Maybe even leave it there. And the reason why I don't want to do Eat My Brain, I think it's one of their standout songs that a lot of people know. Yeah. But let's go with something a little bit less unknown or lesser known. And, and maybe it will open them up to the whole... Odd soundtrack or discography, or even this whole CD.
1: Well, one song I forgot or didn't know about them and was shocked because I had only heard a PG version was Wendy Under the Stars. Do you know that song?
0: No. Or do I?
1: I don't know. It kind of, I always sang it as. I was making love to Wendy under the stars the night that Elvis died. Does that up? I mean, my beautiful singing voice, of course, but it actually says I was fucking Wendy. I don't hear like some sort of Canadian, like like radio version, and I was, I was shocked. It was just like it wasn't the same. It wasn't a be- as beautiful a song. With that. It was too explicit for me. I was also interested, this not quite, this is just non-sequidor, that they toured with Warren Zevon, who was on their second album. Oh, okay. Yeah, he kind of like liked them. So, yeah, he was. I think he was on Heterosexual Man played. On that. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So to go back, which yeah, song sorry. should we put on? The yeah, playlist? Truth
1: Untold is then my. yeah,
0: okay, right, let's go with Truth yeah. Untold. I'm good with that one.
1: Yeah. And do you know where they got their name? No. I guess one of the guys, when they were starting out, said, What are the odds of us escaping bullshit gigs like this? (laughs) (laughs) They used to actually, on the weeknights, they would, they were a cover band. They played 60s and 70s songs called Dawn Control. And then weekends, they would, they were odds. Okay. Just thought I'd throw that in. I had, I had that information. I was getting it out, even if it was not in the right spot.
0: So they were nominated for For Best for Best Rock Album. In the 1996 Juno Awards. And it w- they were going up against the Headstones, mm. the Tea Party, mm. Neil Young, and the winner of that. Neil Young? Alanis Morissette. Oh.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I so, didn't let you finish.
0: In some good company there. And it would be hard to beat Jagged Little Pill for any award as a Canadian artist, like especially at the Junos.
1: That would be rather surprising. And yeah. uh, actually, disappointing if they if they won over her, I think. No offense to them.
0: Yeah, like they're up against some good stiff competition there. And yeah, but it's definitely it was a good album. And yeah. I'll keep on saying that it was. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: Solid. Yeah, I think I think just odds will be in my music rotation. Not just yeah. this album, but I will now think of them and play them. Oh,
0: definitely. Definitely is going to be in my
1: rotation. Great mornings. CD just for getting yeah. ready in the morning and getting breakfast and just like setting the pace for the day without too much. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
0: Also, it has sold over 130 albums in
1: Canada. Just uh, over uh, 130 albums? 130,000
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, I guess yes, it did you're have right, over 130. You're
1: right, but <laughs>
0: technically I'm right.
1: But that's not as impressive <laughs> as 130,000. So I think
0: that is a platinum, I do believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Lots of albums sold.
1: Not surprised. No, no. I knew this cover right away. And it was like, that album. Yeah. And even if I didn't own it, it.
0: Yeah. I probably had friends that rent. owned it.
1: Yeah. And that's about all I have to say. There's not yeah. a lot. There's no. <laughs>
0: You are right. I don't I don't have too much to say. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad I picked this album. I think you're glad that I picked this album. Yeah. So what album are we going to listen to next week?
1: We are listening to Old Dirty Bastard, Return of the 36 Chambers, the dirty version.
0: <laughs> and Monk is back for this one, too. Yes, so. so it'll be a fun episode. He was on last month when we did Enter the 36 Chambers by Wu-Tang Clan
1: and I look forward to that and talking about that. And listen to us Friday when we talk about Dust on the Bottle by David Mitchell Murray. I don't remember <laughs> the guy's name, by some country guy, but you'll even though I don't know his name, I think a lot of people recognize his song.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one.
1: So. Yeah, we'll find out the name, his actual name for <laughs> sure. I know it's three th- three names.
0: Awesome. Thanks everybody for listening and tune in next week and Friday.